0: What would happen if you told your child to use their own money versus mom and dad's money to buy something they want? Mil gestos, ¿cierto? Not wanting to spend their money is what is called OPM, other people's money. And it's an other people's money mindset where it's just easier to spend that money than your own. So how do you change or how do you shift that mindset with your kids? The answer is in the app store in your phone. Yes, for real. Keep listening to learn how One Dad's app is bringing financial literacy home. You are listening to Her Dinero Matters, the podcast helping Latinas have increased confidence and control over their finances. My name is Jen Hempel, and as an accredited financial counselor, my mission is to help you be more confident and simplify your finances so you can save more, get out of debt quicker, and build your wealth. I am so thrilled to have you here today. We are going to dive into why it's crucial to teach our children the value of money and how to shift away from the OPM or other people's money mindset. Money lessons aren't just about dollars and cents. They're essentially life skills. And our guest today, Greg Mercet, has the perfect solution for you and your children. He's the co-founder and CEO of Busy Kid, also a certified financial planner, a father of six. So, if you are looking for credibility, in my opinion, it can't get any better than that. He's he's also an advocate for child accountability and financial literacy. Bueno pues, let the show begin. Welcome, Greg. I'm so thrilled to have you here with us today and really to learn more about teaching our kids. You've got a really a great tool. But before we do that, we want to get to know Mm -hmm. you, the real Greg.
1: We really want to
0: know the real Greg. So if you could (laughs) take us back in time to a moment in your life where maybe you experienced something, you saw something that really impacted you, to to this day that you can clear, clearly remember that day as to how you perceive money how you manage money how maybe you even talk to your kids about money whatever they might that might be so take us to back to that day whenever that was
1: oh my goodness well this is this is an interesting question because i grew up in a family that was really pretty conservative when it comes to money they're very fiscally like responsible my mom and dad were very kind of thrifty and you know they were they were good with their money but i didn't really know that per se because i always had their credit card so we were always having fun putting gas in the car they would let us even at the age of 16 i still remember my dad brought me and my two brothers which were pretty close in age brought us to the lake with his boat and his van and taught us how to do everything and then he never came again (laughs) that was it he's like here. Here it is. Here's a card put gas in the van, put gas in the boat and do whatever you want. So it was very much this like kind of empowered situation for me. I could do whatever I wanted essentially, but all the while my parents were very like responsible with the money. <laughs> it's very strange, honestly. And when I left home, I thought, "You know what? I actually think that we have more money than I thought we did." <laughs> so it was just kind of weird. It was just a very kind of weird Um, upbringing when it came to that. But I always knew they were like always very much. Don't spend more than you have. That's that was the main thing. Don't spend more than you got.
0: Don't spend more than you have. Wonderful. Now, (laughs) what did you take away from that? Besides you feeling though, this is very weird. What do you think you took away from that just in hindsight and just looking back because they just told you, hey, here, use this card and just go for it. (laughs)
1: I think I took away from it a couple of things. Number one is it is important to be responsible. You can't spend more than you got. And you kind of have to live while you're living. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and kind of make some memories and do things that are fun or important and all of that. And I think there is a balance to all of that. You can't just you know be living it up so much that you're always in the hole. But, uh, but you, you have to kind of balance all of that. And so that's probably my biggest takeaway is make memories live life to the fullest but also be responsible and two things can exist at once
0: Absolutely. Now <laughs> with that experience, do you think if you, it really, it obviously had an impact. You remember it right now, but do you think yeah. it had an influence on what you do today with your app busy kid? I'm curious to know.
1: Yeah. So I think it definitely did. I think what happened to me is we had, we had six kids like, and in nine years, so it was wow. fast busy. and furious. <laughs> yeah. Talk about busy, right? <laughs> And so we started really realizing really quickly, we have to teach our kids how to be responsible with money. So how do you do that? And of course we did the old fashioned stuff, right? We put a spreadsheet up on the the refrigerator with magnet, right? Check it off when you're done, we'll get you some money. Like it was kind of old school stuff. And I just thought, you know what, this is boring. It's too hard to keep track of. We're out of toner most of the time. So we got to like, we got to like revolutionize this. And that's really where the idea was born. It's like, how do we get all that stuff? How to learn how to work, how to learn how to get money, and then how to manage that money all has to be on the phone. It's got to be in an app. And so that's how Busy Kid was born. Like, get your kid busy doing stuff that will actually matter in their life. That's really what it was all about.
0: So interesting. And I'm curious because with six kids, so that's six kids, six different opinions, six different personalities, six, all of that.
1: (laughs) I'm (laughs) curious
0: to know, are they active in terms of maybe Hey dad, could you change this about the app or or any features or any changes? I'm curious to know.
1: Yeah. So we've learned throughout the years, but the fundamentals of busy kid are just basic principles. Really? They're, being responsible, getting things done, earning money through work—I mean, that's really what it is—and it's a chore platform, really, with Busy Kid. But once you get the money, what do you do with it? And I think this is the philosophical underpinnings of Busy Kid that have all kind of transferred to our kids as they've grown up. You earn some money, then you save or invest some, okay? Then you share, and you can do that with church or charity or something. You give, you know, and you teach your kid that the world is a bigger place than just them. And then you spend and you spend with a card or in your phone like that's the basics of busy kid. And those are all the basics that we try to instill into our kids as they were growing up. Once you instill that stuff and they get some practice at it, they actually become pretty good at it. And they all are different, right? Some are a little bit more on the spend side and some a little bit more on the saver and the invest side. But they start to understand it because they're practicing it all the time. And so five out of our six kids have left the nest, the nest already. They're like kind of gone and on their own. And every one of them, all five of them, have had more than ten thousand dollars saved up before they left. Like to me, that's pretty amazing. And that doesn't and that's not just like, oh, I'm this, you know, guru of teaching this stuff. It's because it's very basic, but if you're fairly consistent with it, it sticks. And all of a sudden, they're pretty responsible with their own money, which is great and which is exactly what we want
0: absolutely and sometimes i think parents don't trust themselves to teach their their kids about financial education or finances yeah. because of the mistakes they kind of hold on to mistakes they've made or or totally. maybe their current situation is a tough one right so they feel like who am i to mm-hmm. to teach but i feel like with this app, it gives them one some guidance. It gives them some, you know, a third person, if you will, to come in the picture to help them and and guide them. What else do you feel like for that? Those parents that really maybe aren't confident that are mm-hmm. have made. We've all made a mistake. Who has not made a mistake? Come on now, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah of course. Right. Yeah, we've so, all
1: made dumb money mistakes for oh, sure. Oh, <laughs>
0: absolutely. But those that are really kind of hold on to that, you know, hold mm-hmm. on to that past. What would you say? to them in terms of how can busy kid uh, help them?
1: Yeah, I think number one, I think parents need to just get over it a little bit because I think kids are pretty forgiving. I think if you should, you should literally say, hey kids, we're going to start doing this because I stink at this. I wish I was better at it. So we're all going to kind of jump into this together. There's no shame in that. I don't think kids will be like, oh my goodness. I think they're going to be like, all right, cool, let's go. I think that helps, kind of, you know, kind of level that playing field and say, "Hey, I want you to be better than me." And which parent doesn't want that? Right. So this is a this is one of those opportunities that parents just need to kind of get out of that. I think another big thing that parents need to do when they're kind of insecure about all this is start being more transparent about your own situation, even if it's a little painful. Like, I think when they know, when kids know, like, "Oh my goodness, wow." it costs a lot of money to make this all happen every month and mom's a little stressed out about it or dad's a little worried about this or whatever, that's okay, they need to probably know that stuff. I always say be be a little bit more transparent with like the bills. Next time you pull into the gas station and you're not only just like, oh, Whoa, gas is all expensive, but you can talk about like how much it costs to insure the car they're driving around in or what the, how much does it cost to put four new tires on this thing or register it or, whatever, right? Those are, those are good practical conversations or you're sitting on the couch and your phone vibrates, you know, with another email and it's your electric bill. Well, I live in Phoenix and in the summer it's hotter than heck and we have to turn the air conditioning on non-stop, right? And that bill is four or $500. Like the kids don't know that, but if they did, they would think a lot differently about how money works and what it takes and why dad's crazy about telling them to close the door. (laughs) <laughs> right yeah,
0: in, in addition to that i think just having and i'm a big proponent of having those transparent conversations because yeah. they learn some appreciation like you mentioned mm, like they, they have a better understanding yeah. but at the same the same time they're going to contribute to bettering things so maybe that particular kid may be the one that's asking for five ten twenty dollars every single weekend or whatever and as yep. a result of you having that transparent conversation maybe they're like
1: Mm, I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm gonna turn maybe I'll tone go, that back a yeah, little I'm bit yeah. turn,
0: exactly so it, it becomes this collaborative environment that you create as yes. a result of just having that transparent conversation even though it may be it may be painful but i think yeah, it also painful. it allows yeah. them to appreciate you because they know that you're human <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> all right because they you know of course they look up and adore you know we all look up and adore to our parents but they're also you know we're also human yeah. beings and we yeah. make mistakes and, 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 yeah. and it's completely okay.
1: Imagine now- sitting in a restaurant the next time you're there with your family, right? And in, with inflation and food costs, it's been crazy lately, right? Mm-hmm. Next time you do that, why don't you let them help you fill out you know, the tip, right? Look at the receipt, figure that out. They probably have no idea what most of this all kind of adds up to. And then you gotta throw another $20 on it for a tip or whatever. Like they're going to be like, oh, my goodness, it literally cost us 120 bucks to go out to dinner. Like maybe we shouldn't do that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially when you say if we made it at home, it would cost 20. So what do you think, guys?
0: Right. And I think it also, oh, absolutely. And also having these conversations, I bet you anything, especially for those certain personalities and that they will help you be accountable Meaning like if, if you've had this conversation and maybe eating out has been just because it's busy or you just, you know, mom or dad doesn't want to cook or whatever. (laughs) And then, but you've had this conversation, we need to minimize how, how often we go out to eat and they, they understand, they have a better understanding the next time you default and oh, let's just go down the streets to McDonald's because you know, McDonald's is all the thing that's the closest you know, always closest by, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. default, you go there and they're like and they can be like, Mom, dad, remember what you said?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to save thing this thing money. Forty five dollars to go to McDonald's. I was like, what? This right. is that exact scenario happened to me. I you know, I'm I'm always, you know, kind of doing this, of course, right? Being a little more transparent. You know, and I my wife and I were discussing, all right, we're gonna remodel this bathroom. Okay. And it's going to cost, you know, remodel, it's like thousands of dollars, right? And one of the kids was like, why? Why do we need to do that? It doesn't even matter. It's fine. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, great. Now what have I turned this person into? It's a, she's a monster. But, uh, <laughs> oh, but they do help funny. you be more accountable.
0: Absolutely. Now, with your experience in creating Busy Kid, with your Mm -hmm. experience as a father of six kids. Uh, I know. Pray for me. Okay. (laughs) Well, five are out of the house, right? I know. It is actually.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) I want to know, or we want to know... um, how has because you created busy kid with a certain intention right Mm -hmm. but i'm sure things always evolve and sometimes they evolve in different ways that we didn't imagine uh just like parenting we think we're going to do this thing and then maybe the kid needs another thing and we parent a little differently so i'm curious to know In terms of busy kid, how has Mm -hmm. that helped you? I think you've mentioned some tidbits here and there, but how has that helped you and your wife to really empower your kids to really teach them financial education and
1: just you know really
0: become financially savvy? I'll
1: give you two examples. I think the first one is it's made our life easier. If it doesn't make your life easier, then what is it doing, right? And as a parent, we're all super you know busy and crazy, and so it's got to make our life easier. So. One of the features that we actually added a little bit after we started was a bonus feature. And it's literally the, the, a very simple concept, which is I gotta get the money to my kid now, how do I send him a bonus? Or maybe he, he or she did a great job at something and I wanna send him a little extra, okay? So we literally created a button that you just tap, it says send bonus, you put the, tap the kid, tap the bonus button and you can put the dollar amount in and boom, you can send the money. And it made it so much easier like, I, you know, okay, I want you to wash the car on Saturday. The kid washes the car and they do a really extra good job. And I want to send them five bucks extra as like a tip or a bonus, right? Wow, that's a nice, easy way of doing it. I reach into my pocket, boom, 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 and the money goes. And not only does it go to them just so they can blow it, it goes to them. And then it divides into those three areas where they can save a little bit, they can share a little bit, and they can spend a little bit. So it's reinforcing a balanced financial approach every time I send that kid money. It really makes it kind of easier for a parent and I think that's really important. The second thing I would say is it creates a little bit of competition in the family, which I think is a good thing. Let me give you that example. Um, we kind of evolved in this too. So now we have a full fractional share trading platform essentially where kid, you know kids can learn about how to invest, and understand fractional shares and all this stuff. And imagine when kids are doing that. One, one has a little bit of Disney, and one has a little bit of Tesla, and one has a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And they're all kind of knowing exactly what they've got going. And they're kind of like, hey, my, my stock's doing better than your stock. And like That's a pretty cool conversation for a family to be having. And then when Absolutely. you look at your activity feed, and there's something called a dividend, it's like, wait, what is that? You know, and they're starting to learn what, what a dividend is. I didn't have to work for that dividend. I like that, right? Those kinds of things are super powerful and impactful, and they've kind of come as the app has evolved.
0: I love it. Now, <laughs> I want to talk about allowance for a moment okay. because
1: there's yeah. differing
0: opinions. From yes,
1: you, oh boy. Especially
0: yes. since your app is also tied around chores. Mm-hmm. So for, let's say, a, a family or some parents don't, are not, don't. Into
1: the chore thing.
0: Exactly. They don't want to tie the allowance to the chore for their own reasons. Right. Like that was, that, that was me. I had like mixed feelings. I'm like, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like the allowance, and I had mixed sailing so much that honestly we didn't do allowances consistently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what ended up happening.
0: But so for that parent that says "Uh, I don't want it to be tied to a chore because I Mm -hmm. want them to clean the room on their own and not expect to be paid for it, right? How can busy kid help them if that's their Mm -hmm. philosophy? That's how you know how their belief in terms of allowance.
1: So this is a great point. There's lots of people and they're passionate in each camp, right? And I totally get, I've been to every side of this uh, argument, I've been there, okay? And I think the bottom line is, if you want your kids to learn how to work, this is a great way to do it. Give them chores to do around the house, great. They got to get some money to, to make financial decisions. So if you give it to them because they uh, just you know mow the lawn in the backyard, or if you just give it to them, fine they get the money we've actually evolved the app in this way too we actually have not only chores but we also have this area which we call auto allowance and it's just simply that you you literally put in the amount that you want them to be paid and you can do it on the, the first of the month or you can do it on the first and the 15th of the month just like a normal paycheck would be right or every week and so that to me is kind of how we how we figured that out because i get it there are some families their kids are too busy to do even like the chores hardly. They got music and they've got sports and they've got school and they've got homework and they've got all this stuff. I'm not so much about you know which one is better than the other, it's just do something that gets some money into their hands so that they can start making decisions with it because practice makes perfect, right? You wanna play the piano, you wanna get you know, get better at basketball, whatever. It's all about practice, but you've got to do that with money too. And if you're not giving them experiences, they're not gonna really figure it out because I think kids learn best by doing stuff. Even if they buy a stock and it goes into the, the toilet, okay, fine. Or they, they buy something with their card and you know they have buyer's remorse, fine. I think that's actually a good thing so that they learn how that feels. Who cares? Just get them some money so that they can make decisions.
0: I love it and also I, mean, I think it's also important just to do something too as well because you know we have them right now but as you know five of yours are are off and running and, yeah. but it's good to for them to fall right now. You know, they're going to, if they make mistakes totally. and whatnot, they fall because you're right there to pick them totally. up. You know, if they loo- lose money or maybe they buy some toy that they just, you know, have buyer's remorse and they're upset yep. about it or whatever. Or I know there is a family that I got to know where. They gave, I think it was how you mentioned, they gave a certain amount of allowance and they mm-hmm. were, the kids were, they were teens, but the kids were responsible for buying their clothes, yep. uh, those yeah. type of things. So if they needed socks and they used their money on the latest shoes and they ran out, well, I guess they weren't going to have socks <laughs> uh, or they yeah. were just going to have the holy socks. Uh, so it's just good for them <laughs> exactly. to really to, it's, it's a great way instead of when they're off in the real world where maybe the mistake might be a little more painful because maybe it's more money or whatever. It's, totally. it's good for them to do now and, and by your side.
1: Totally. I'd, re- I'd much rather than make a mistake with 20 bucks than 20,000 down Absolutely. the road. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly now, right.
0: In terms of the app in age, ages, what is the ideal mm-hmm. range? Do you have an ideal range of who uses or who who you want to use this app.
1: Sure. Yeah, I think you, you really have a decade plus a little bit more, okay? And I think it starts at, I know it sounds crazy, five. Five to 15 is like the sweet spot. And then you have a few more years after that, 16, 17 as well. If you can nail it in the decade, then they're going to be set up and they're going to be smart and they're going to make good decisions. They'll make some dumb ones too, but mainly good ones if you can do it that way. And, uh, and I really like what you just said. You need to, we need to start turning the table on them and say, listen, you can make money. I give you money, whatever. And you need to start paying for this stuff yourself. Um, right. And next thing you know, maybe they won't wear their socks out on the street, you know, <laughs> if right. they have to buy them when they get holes in them. Really important stuff to empower them earlier in life.
0: Absolutely. Now, what is your favorite feature? I know you mentioned the bonus. Oh. Uh, is there a favorite feature?
1: bonus is very very popular we actually have another feature called busy pay and okay. busy pay is like imagine you want to hire the kid next door to mow your lawn or to walk your dog or to watch your pet while you go on vacation or whatever right they do what they're supposed to do and then they come to you like hey i want to get paid <laughs> right so it's like okay how do we do that how do we solve for that because. Most of us don't have a wad of cash in our pocket or a right. purse or whatever, and we're not going to write a check because nobody writes checks anymore, and even if you did, they wouldn't even know what to do with it, okay? Busy Pay is just a QR code that a kid can literally tap in the app, tap on the QR code, and that, and that person, let's say the, the guy who hired you to walk the dog, scans it, and it can just pay you through a credit card. So it makes it super simple to to do that. I love it for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's convenient. Number two, it spurs kind of that entrepreneurial spirit within a kid. It's like, wow, I just walked that lady's dog and I got 10 bucks. I'm going to go do that five more times or I'm going to go wash that guy's car or I'm going to go ask if I can cut his lawn or like whatever. That is an amazing way to, I think, help a kid learn how to be an entrepreneur. So that's one of my favorite features.
0: Love it. Now, with the different features of the app, you shared with us Mm -hmm. your favorite features, and I'm sure there are some features that get used more than others. What are some features that maybe don't get used as much that you wish people would use more? And why? Yeah. What? Why do you think that's important?
1: I think the invest area is super important. Not everybody uses it because I think you know, a lot of parents are like, Ugh, I'm not even very good at this stuff. I don't even know what to do. I think that's really important to start understanding better. I think a parent and kid can get together on that and really learn together, even if they're not good at it themselves. But having a kid start to understand what investing in companies can do for them long term is super important and if they can figure that out early in life imagine the ramifications when they get their first job with like a 401k oh i've invested in the market i know how returns work i know that this can earn money more than if i just keep it in my drawer or stick it in my savings account or whatever like this is impactful not only now and if you look at the numbers you know you, you, we've all seen probably these charts of if somebody starts you know, putting money into like an IRA when they're 20 years old and they, and they go till they're 35 and stop, they're going to be money ahead for the person who starts at 35 and goes for 30 years. Like, it's so impactful Compound to do interest. that. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's that compounding nature of everything. And if they can learn that through the investment part of the app, boy, I really would like more people to do that because I think it's super important. But it takes discipline. You know, Absolutely. kids want to earn it and burn it. They just want to do it. You know, that's how they like to be. But it takes a little discipline. But boy, it pays dividends. So how
0: would what is you? You want people to use that, which I, yeah, <laughs> investing is important. It grows your money. There's a magical compound interest. I mean, it's a good thing to do. So mm-hmm. for those that you're maybe the parents, like, ah, I don't know, I'm you like you mentioned, they're not, confident. Maybe they're not confident. Just, just dive in.
1: Dive in, dive. It's, you know, 10 bucks here, 10 bucks there. Get your feet wet. And uh, next thing you know, you guys are going to learn together and the kid's going to be better off and you're going to be better off. And you think, dang, why don't we do that earlier? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I re- have really enjoyed learning about this, and I'm really I'm glad that you've created this app. I wish I knew about it yeah. when my kids were younger.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hear that all the time. But
0: of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are are there any upcoming features that has haven't been released that maybe you want to share with us that you're really excited about?
1: Oh my goodness, we're we're always constantly striving to kind of make the app better, more user friendly etc. But the the fundamentals of the app are not going to change that much. And the fundamentals are simply earn and then save and invest, share and spend. It's this balanced financial approach. That's not going to change anytime soon, like probably ever, because that's exactly what we all do as adults. We go out and earn some money. We save and invest. We usually do it in a 401k. We share, we give to charity or church or something we care about. And then we spend with a card or a phone. That's what we do as adults. That's what we need to kind of teach us as as a kid. It's the perfect little ecosystem. So it's not going to get more sophisticated than that because it's the very basics of of money. And if we can stick with the basics, um, it will actually be really impactful. If we get too many bells and whistles in there, it's not going to be good for the kid. I actually, so I answer your question about additional features as, we're not trying to add a whole bunch of features mm. in. Specifically, we're trying to keep it extremely simple so that everybody can learn the very basics of finance.
0: Makes sense. Well, so we got a
1: few, been... don't worry. We got a few coming. But they're, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to change things dramatically.
0: Right. I hear you. <laughs> well, is there any before we wrap up? Is there anything else that you'd like to share um, to listeners that maybe we didn't talk about that would really encourage them, especially those that are parents, to mm. check out the app? And or maybe a story that you've heard from a family, a parent, uh, or a kid, a testimonial that you've shared that yeah, you
1: heard? Oh, my. I've heard so many. I actually went on the road. This was a little bit pre-COVID, but I went on the road and just went and visited families all over the nation, really, um, in all sorts of states. And the kind of the main feedback that I got was my kids thinking about money differently than it used to. That is it. That's the whole purpose. That's the whole reason we do any of this. Mission stuff.
0: accomplished. And
1: Mission accomplished. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Let's get them out of this mindset of what I call OPM, other people's money. Like Mm. it's easy to spend mom and dad's money or grandma's or whoever it is, but when it's your own and you've had to bust it out and work for it, like it just changes the game. And so parents get so freaked out about teaching their kids about money. They'd rather talk about any, almost any subject. They just need to just kind of get over that, like I said, and and start being fairly uh, consistent and open with your kids. You don't have to be perfect at this. If you fall off during spring break or a holiday, who cares? Get back on and just start being fairly consistent. If you're fairly consistent, they're gonna get it and they're gonna have 10 grand saved up and go fly on their own. And it's like, all right, that's what I want. I want you out of my house. (laughs) never to come back except to visit that's the goal
0: wonderful greg well it has been fantastic speaking with you today learning about you learning about busy kid thanks for being with us and and sharing all that you shared today
1: hey great to be with you thanks jen
0: in this episode, we uncover the transformative power of an app in transforming the financial perspectives of our kids. From family competitions around investment portfolios to fostering an entrepreneurial spirit with busy pay, we learn that teaching kids about money can be both engaging and impactful. We also highlight the importance of being transparent about finances with kids and allowing them to learn from their financial decisions. I hope these valuable insights empower your family's financial journey. And also be sure to check out BusyKid.com. That is BusyKid.com so you can learn more about the app. I know as a parent that one of the challenges we face today is the amount of time our children spend on those phones, on that tech, on the laptops, on the computers. But what if as a reward, we suggest this kind of app like Busy Kid as a balance? What do you think? I'm curious to know. Let us know by sharing your thoughts over in our community at JenHempill.com forward slash community. As far as next week on the podcast, if you want to ask for a raise, but you just don't know how how to go about it, or maybe you're afraid. If so, you must listen to the following week's episode uh, with our special guest that is going to give you some really special strategies to achieve this. Bueno, pues, that is everything. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here. You can check out the show notes over at JenHempill.com forward slash 366. That is JenHempill.com forward slash 366. Remember that being a reina of your money starts now simply by claiming it. I believe in you and so should you. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. Chao.